You are listening to Parenting Our Future with certified parent coach, Robin McMahon, author of The Yelling Cure and founder of Parenting for Connection. My podcast is all about providing you with the tools and solutions you need in your parenting so you can create the family you always wanted. For more information on my book and other resources, check out yellingcurebook.com. Hello, everyone. Robin here. I am so happy to bring you this new topic, cultivating joy with my friend, Andrea Ferguson. Uh, Andrea and I met not too long ago, actually, when both of our boys were playing on the same baseball team and uh, we were sitting beside each other. And uh, I never ask people what they do for a living. It's, it's funny. I never, because I never want to put a, a barrier between myself and somebody else. And somehow, Andrea, you and I, we're talking and I asked, or you asked, I don't know how we, I don't know how we even brought this up, but, but you said you were a coach yeah. and I said, Oh, I'm a coach too. Like, what do you mean you're a coach? Like, what kind of coach are you? And you said, oh, I'm a life coach. And I said, oh, I'm a parent coach. And I think we were friends from that moment on. And, uh, uh, we both have husbands named Corey too, which is kind of funny. <laughs> So you know your good stuff. So Andrea, let me just introduce you first. Andrea is a fit mindset mentor and coach and founder of the Fit Life Method. So Andrea, welcome to Parenting Our Future. Welcome to this show and this episode. Please tell us a little bit about what you do and what the Fit Life Method is all about. Oh, thank you so much for having me here, Robin. And I love that little intro. It was, it was like an instant connection. So uh, I'm just so grateful for this opportunity to be here with you. So as, as you mentioned, I am the founder of the Fit Life Method, uh, and it is a method that I have founded as a result of my own personal experience and my professional experience as a, as a coach. And I tend to work with individuals who are at a crossroads in life, where they are usually finding that they're kind of, what they've always done is no longer working. And as a result, they're sort of feeling stressed and overwhelmed. They're maybe stuck in insecurity and self-doubt. And they need a new way forward, but they don't know what that way is. Mm. And they need a new way forward that's grounded in ease and flow. And it's more about how I feel rather than about controlling the external conditions. And that's what the Fit Life Method is. It's really about taking you from sort of never feeling enough to feeling like you are no matter what. Oh, beautiful. Wow. And, you know, you, you, you teach this, you live this, and you're so honest and transparent, even about your own struggles, which I so appreciate. And, and I joined you and, uh, and a beautiful group of women at a retreat last year. And it was so amazing. And, and Andrea, I have to say, there are a few people that I think are as sparkly as you are. Uh, you are just, you, you shared, shared so much wisdom and, um, and actually helped me through something really big in my own life after the retreat, which has stayed true to me until now, yes, it was a big, big moment for me. Um, something that I'd been struggling in in my life that wasn't really about parenting. And uh, anyway, so you, you guided us through a bunch of really beautiful principles. And one of them was about cultivating joy. How often do we sit and talk about joy and how we need joy and, we sh and how to get more joy? Like that is not something I'd ever experienced before. No, we don't think about it. We kind of, no. most of us just going through life in reaction mode. Yeah. Right? We're just going on sort of autopilot, kind of living by default. 
And if we get joy, then yay. We're usually, that's usually what we're seeking on some level, but we don't realize we're seeking it. Right. That's usually what we're trying to do by controlling all the conditions and the reasons why we do something. We're hoping that, that we're going to get that feeling, but we often don't intentionally cultivate it in our life. Right. And this is really about like how you actually intentionally cultivate it. How right. you actually decide that you are going to be joyful no matter what. Right. Rather yeah. than it happen by accident or having it based on, you know, things that happen outside of you. So yeah, so, this is not something that people are going to leave, you know, consciously trying to do. Yeah. Okay. So essentially what you're saying is you're saying like joy, you can, you can passively accept joy as it comes and goes, or you can make a choice to live a life full of joy. Absolutely. Okay. Well, wh- and why, why, why shouldn't I just let things come to me and feel joy when it's there? Why do I need to go after it? Like what, what is the benefit of that? Mm-hmm. There's so many benefits to joy. Uh, and one of them parts for me, the, the deepest truth of it is joy is our innate nature. Right, joy is actually a signal that you are connected to your truth, to your soul purpose, to the to the you're in alignment with who you're meant to be in this world. To be on the mm-hmm. deepest level, that's what joy is about, and that that's why we want to connect to it because that's where our truth. Mm-hmm. Is. Um, wow. The other benefits of joy, of course, is that it's the cornerstone of healing. Right, when we are in a state of joy, it affects all it all aspects of our body. And it also, so it improves our ability to heal and it helps prevent us from actually getting sick or, or um, it's a very protective, it's a protective state. Mm. Uh, it also allows you to be closer to others. If you think about it, like when someone's in a joyful state, mm. right? Or you're, you're living in that kind of joyful aligned state, you're much a lot more fun to be around. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Really, you know, it's, it's, you, you attract it. It's, it's attractive. Joy is attractive. Uh, it also helps you, um, you know, it, we're meant to have fun in life. We're meant to have enjoyment. I think sometimes we think the purpose of life is to, I don't know, what is it? To, to achieve something, to meet some level of success, to, um, I don't know. Struggle. We, struggle. Yeah, that we're supposed to struggle. No, <laughs> we don't have to struggle and suffer. It's not necessary. It's not why we've come here. Okay, so I just say it's, it's really about if we can, if we can have more fun and enjoyment in life, that just makes my life more meaningful. Mm-hmm. So why not? Well, and I think, you know, when you, when you look at the opposite of joy is, in my opinion, would be stress. Yeah. There is a stress contagion, right? We know that we are the most stressed out generation, Absolutely. this, our generation, and that that is affecting our children. So when we're stressed, it affects our our parenting, it, it affects our state of mind, it affects our self-confidence. So the opposite of that is, okay, I'm going to be intentional about cultivating joy so that I can be more peaceful. Mm-hmm. And, and, if, and if joy is, con- sorry, if um, stress is contagious, well, so would joy be then, wouldn't it? Because don't yeah. you want to be around people who are like you, sparkly and joyful and, and but, but that's not all. I mean, you're deep and you're, you know, there's, there's more to you than, than that. But I mean, it is an attractive quality, you know, and it isn't just surface level. There's a deepness to it too, right? Joy does, joy comes from in here. It's a deep, a deep state. My hands are on my heart here. Yes, <laughs> so yes. Joy isn't a surface level, it's not a surface level um, experience. It is a deep internal state, right? Mm-hmm. And when we're connected to that joy, um, we actually become, we put an energy out there and we attract the match for that too. 
So your life begins to flow in much different ways when you're in what I, this is what I call a higher vibe state. Joy is a higher mm -hmm. vibe state. And so you begin to attract life experiences, people and situations that also are a match for that higher vibe state. We had a really fun experience when I was, um, I was in a training where we were learning about this um, in a certification program I was in. And we had an actual job, all the, the people in the group that we were all to go out for dinner, we were to be joy instigators. Oh, so much fun. So it was to be in our own joy. So we were with this probably about eight of us. And we were to go out there and to be tuned into our own joy, which we, we because we were all together, we were all connected like that. We, it was easy for us to be. And we were to go out into the world. We went out for dinner and went walking around the town. And you should have seen the, the difference that the experience we had simply from being in that energy. It was the coolest thing from the, the waiters we talked to, to the bartender, to the walking through the streets. People were like waving at us. And it wasn't that we were like running down the streets waving our hands. It was just the energy we were emitting. And I remember walking out of the restaurant. It was a really low vibe when we went in and we like picked the whole place up. And, and the, I saw the guy just as we were leaving and he was like, what was that? Like, what was that? Like, he didn't even know what happened to them. And so it was, it was just, we were being so connected and just expressing joy and appreciation. And it shifted the whole energy of the space. Yes. It was really that is so beautiful. Yeah, it kind of makes me want to cry. Like I can feel that. I really feel that. I want to be a joy instigator. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to do that too. And we all yes. can be, and we can be that person in our families too. Yeah. So, oh, beautiful. Yeah. So you yes. can be that in your family, and it's a yeah. game changer. It can be. It shifts the state of of our experience in our home, which of course then our kids experience it, and then head out into the world being able to do the same. You know, that's such, I love that you said that because one of the things that, uh, that comes up a lot with the clients that I work with is, well, how do I get my, my child to get into the bath? How do I get them to brush their teeth? How do I get them to flush the toilet when I say flush the toilet? And, and so I'm like, well, have you ever tried to have fun with it? Have you ever tried to say like, I bet you can't flush the toilet with your elbow or yeah. let's transform tubby time into an underwater adventure or, you know, like that's play and fun and joy. And I think we're just so serious because we yeah. got to get stuff done that we forget like, Oh, wait a second. Like we could have fun together. Like this could be fun. We're still getting stuff done, but why does it have to yeah. be so serious? Totally agree. And that's yeah. life. Like absolutely as parent, I totally agree with you as parent. And that's life too. Why does it have mm -hmm. to be so serious? Why yeah. do you have to be so struggling? Why can't we have fun doing this? I actually said yeah. to my husband this morning, I'm like, gosh, I love this way of living. <laughs> like, yeah. Fun. Why would you choose anything else? Yes. Right? So, yeah. No, anything, 100%. Everything becomes a match for what you put out there. So if you're yeah. kind of fighting and battling things, you're gonna, that's the energy you're going to get back. So if you can let go a little and yeah. be in that state of joy, things flow a lot more easily. Mm. Uh, you just had a recent experience that was pretty cool, if you don't <laughs> mind sharing. <laughs> so My talking about changing your vibe and you attract things to you, what did you just attract to you? Yeah, I think this is a really cool, a uh, bit of a cool story. So um, I'll give it a bit of a, a bit of a preface here. So in the past, and I, and, I, and I can speak to this because of the way I was before. So in the past, I, my perception was, or my belief system was, that I had to control my life, control the conditions of my life. So have a certain job, have a certain maybe appearance, um, have the relationships and people needed to behave a certain way in my life in order for me to have joy. That was what I used to believe. And so I used to have this thing like, oh, I want this house that, 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 is, that it feels this certain way because when I have that house, then I'll be joyful. Then I'll be happy. Then I can be content. But until then, you know, I'm going to be, 
annoyed and irritated that I have this house that it's not a match. This is not a match for what I wanted. That was my old way, right? Mm. I didn't get that house <laughs> that I wanted, right? Because I was always trying to control those conditions and trying to, and I, my energy behind it was often kind of fear. Okay. So as I've done this work and done the work of really connecting to my truth and clearing those old beliefs and those old patterns, uh, I discovered that while I always desired to have this house that was a reflection of me, I was always coming from it from fear before. Mm. And now my internal state is that I, no matter what's going on outside of me, I have the same house. No matter, I can find joy, I can find peace, and I can find that no matter what's going on outside of me. So I really make a practice every single day of coming from that place. So I get into the vibe and the feeling of a home, the home, and I love and appreciate the home that I have. And I was thinking, and, and part of that practice was, is tuning into the desires that I, that I feel from this space. And one of this is having a transformational, surprise, surprise, I want a transformational experience within my home. And that would bring me tremendous joy. And I, when I tuned in it from that space, it was like, it would bring me so much fun like that's a core piece of who I am is to create this transformation with my physical space. So it's a match for who I am, mm-hmm. match for my energy. That's what, and I can't wait to design the space. And I've already been doing it in my mind and on Pinterest to design <laughs> a beautiful space. Is it a match for my energy and the, of my family? So I envision it, envision it, envision it. Brought a designer in and, a, and to kind of map it out. I have this reno in mind and keep visioning it. And then all of a sudden I see this thing on Facebook that says, win a free kitchen upgrade and I was like who wins a free kitchen upgrade and I was like oh I do (laughs) you know it was like that kind of like oh I've never seen anything like that I've never seen a gift or prize quite like that maybe it has but it's sort of so anyways just come into our grand opening thing put your name in the draw and you know you may win so I just stayed in the energy of like loving this home and having this experience I didn't attach to whether I was going to win the things I didn't know it wasn't up to me and I just stayed in the energy of just visioning my home and the joy of this feeling of this being in this space. And, and then in my life, staying connected to that space. And I won the upgrade. I oh. won this free kitchen upgrade, which is, I don't know. How do you? <laughs> That's amazing. Then you went in there saying like, yeah, I could win this. And you yeah, did. I did. I definitely had, of course, I could win this. Why wouldn't I? And I also, because it was like, I know my state. I'm in a high attraction state when I'm coming from a place of joy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That is so, I just, I love that. Thank you for sharing that story because that is just so cool. And, and I think what, what, what I heard you say is that really you took a space and, and your energy and your thoughts about the space, not your energy, your your thoughts about the space sort of fighting against the space doesn't, doesn't really reflect you, but you also came to an acceptance of it too, right? Like I still, I still, I still do love the space. This is my, my home. This is where my family is so I can accept it. But how fun would it be to have a transformation? Is that right? That's what you yeah. said. And, and then you really entirely different. Yes. And then I'm in joy now. I'm not waiting for the home to bring me joy. Yes. I enjoy now. And yes. then what fun will it be to have it even more reflecting mm-hmm. on that and be a match. And that's the, the energy shift. And it's a, and we do that. We can do this with anything in our relationships, yes. everything in our, in our workplace. It's just, it's, we can bring this into anything. It's just a small example as it relates to home, but yes. Awesome. I love it. Okay. So when it comes to joy, you know, it's, it's funny because I think that some people don't feel like they 
are worthy of joy, yeah. of joy, right? And so you have like there are joy stealers that you have um, that you talked about. So can you tell me what some of those joy stealers are? Yes. So a little get a little bit of preface. Often what we do when we decide, okay, cool, I've learned this new thing that I can actually choose joy and I can cultivate it in my life. And so we kind of say, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I wanna live here. I wanna, and I call this the higher vibe state. So I'm gonna live at joy. Um, but if we've been existing this lower vibe energy, which is often fear, insecurity, self-doubt, we're kind of it's not really a match, right? So we're we're yeah. So what happens is often when we decide to live at this joy place, we're not used to this. This is unfamiliar. So we're, we're, we're kind of fine that when we're, when we begin to kind of operate there or try to try to move there, we'll discover that we, we do something, we have a set point, right? Mm -hmm. So we have a, a level with which we're comfortable experience that, that level of joy. And that when we hit that set point, we do things to bring it back down. The set point is just basically a, a false ceiling. Okay. Right? False ceiling of false okay. ceiling. It's, like it's something that's based on our conditioning. Right where that I have a limit here, so I'll, I'm a lot. I can experience joy for this amount of time, but then it begins to feel uncomfortable because I'm not used to it because I don't usually operate there. So then I do things to bring myself down, right, to my familiar zone, which is maybe insecurity, self doubt, or whatever. Fill it in. So those things that will cause you when you hit that limit are things like worry. So you may, when you hit your joy limit, you may start to worry about stuff. Mm. Right, when you hit that ceiling. It's like oh. And the worry is just a habit. Mm -hmm. And we okay. say, oh, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And oh, you know, we get into the, we get into worrying about stuff. Another thing we do is we focus on the negative, right? So we focus on what the, the, the lack of something. We focus on what's not working. Mm -hmm. We focus on all the ways or things in our life that aren't going the way that we want them to. That's a choice. You can actually choose to focus on what's going well as well. So, so okay. So I just want to clarify. So, so if we have this ceiling, this false ceiling, and I'm using my hands too to 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 describe it, this false ceiling of joy. Once we get to that, it's like, okay, well, this is is it like this is too good to be true? Then we start worrying, or that's what you're saying. Okay, so we get to this place, and then we're kind of talking ourselves out of it. Like, okay, I don't deserve this, or I'm gonna like okay, well, yeah, it must be nice to feel this way, but like, I can't because I still have bills to pay or, um, uh, my kid, the, the school just called and my kid is in trouble. Yep. So I can't continue feeling this way because now other things are happening. Right. So the things outside of me are preventing me from experiencing that. Right. So exactly. The school okay. called, my kid behaved a certain way. The thing at the job happened. People at my work said this. Okay. Yes. Okay, so and that gets in your way of, of feeling consistent joy. Yeah, absolutely. Which kind of makes sense, right? And our brains too are tilted to the negative, right? We have a negativity bias. So, and that's because of survival. We need to survive, right? So the things that aren't good, usually in our caveman brain are the things that were gonna hurt us, kill us, make us sick. And the good things, well, weren't as important because, well, they were just lovely, nice, whatever. So it takes like, you know, 10 great things to equal the one yeah. negative thing that we are going to focus on. Right. So it's really practice. Like you've got to be dedicated to it. Yeah. yeah. Recognizing that that's what's happening. That, 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 that's not actual truth. It's just that this is what's, this is sort of the conditioning that we have that is causing this. And when you can recognize this is just my conditioning, it's not actually truth. 
and that I can actually choose to see this differently or focus on this differently, we can begin to have a completely different experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, so really, you know, this is the same with intentional parenting too. So being intentional about what your thoughts are, what your, what your beliefs are, what your actions are, um, all of that is important. So intentionally saying, so one of the tools that, that you would, you would, how would you do that? So I'm in a joyful state right now. And then boom, the, the school calls my kids in trouble. I got to go talk to the principal. How do I maintain my joy when this is one of my biggest fears? Mm -hmm. So to me, it's all perspective, life perspective. And I have a life perspective. I call it a fully in tune life perspective or fit life perspective that everything is happening for me. Okay. And for my children and for the people in my world, everything's happening for me. So I don't see this thing as a bad thing happening. I see it as an opportunity. And what I'm going to, when I go to the school and I find out what's happening, I'm going to, I'm going to learn, I'm going to see that there's an opportunity for me. There may be a growth opportunity for both me and my child. Mm. And that if something happened and something that, that it's an opportunity for us to, to teach my child something. So let's say they behaved a certain way or they, they overreacted in a certain way, or they did something that was, you know, hurtful. There's an opportunity for me to teach. There's an opportunity for me, me to grow in that moment too, which is how can I stay in my joy and stay grounded knowing that this is a teachable learning moment for all of us here. And that's what that allows us to expand and grow. And that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. that, that this is an opportunity for us to actually develop some skills together. Right. Okay? Or there's some lessons to be learned. So a perspective shift is powerful. Mm. Yeah, so I, I agree. So I don't wreck my taking out of joy. I just go, okay. There's an opportunity for us here. Mm -hmm. And you can, and how is this happening for me? And what can we get out of this? Mm -hmm. How can we grow from this? And that's a really powerful perspective shift. Yeah. Maintain your, maintain your state. Yeah. In fact, I say the same thing in a slightly different way. You know, mm -hmm. I, I look at every meltdown, tantrum, disrespect, you know, all of that stuff as an opportunity for connection. Yes. It's like, okay, so, so you said you hate me. Okay. I hear that. But like what's underneath? Like let's talk about why. Like what's going on with you? No, it's not okay to yell at me and say you hate me, but but this is obviously something is off. So we need to go and figure it out. Yeah. Right? That's all it is. It's always just a conversation. It's a like it's how do we work this out? It's a puzzle to be solved is the way I say and and look at it. Um okay, so <clears throat> so there, oh, there's so much I want to talk about. <laughs> I want to, I want to just like, there's a couple of questions that you asked us uh, in this, in this workshop that we, that we did together that I really liked. Um, and I wonder if you could pose those questions to our listeners as well. Um, yeah. So are, are we talking about the, um, the negative joy beliefs? Is that what you're talking about? Like um, well, even just getting people to think about like what their joy memory is, mm -hmm. right? That like, what is that? Like, what, how does that help? And what is that about? Yeah, great question. So sometimes we go through, often we're going through life because we're not really tuned into joy. We don't actually know what it feels like. Yeah. We forget. You know, sometimes we've done, I've done this before where it was like, what's joy? I remember the first time I even asked this question, I'm like, what's joy? Mm. What does it feel like? Mm -hmm. And so how do we get to joy and how do we experience more joy if we don't even know what it feels like? And it's actually a feeling in our body. And so a, a tool I use to help you get there would be to call up a joy memory. Mm. But usually what I would have you do is just sort of sit quietly and, you know, get grounded. So just sitting in your chair and just closing your eyes. 
And when you close your eyes, it's just about think of something, a memory. I like always like to put my hand on my heart, but to me that's a mm. space. And I just kind of think about what is something like a memory that that is just that it reminds me of like it's a joyful memory. What's my joy memory? And I'll close my eyes and I'll just allow something to come to me. And then I'll really think about that memory and I think about it and all of a sudden I'll feel my heart swell. Mm. And so this is how I experience joy. And you'll notice how you experience joy. So for me, it's my heart starts to swell. It's like a smile was on my face and it's like this all encompassing, like, oh, yes, this, right? And I have it. There's a moment in my, uh, my mind that I, that I can go to really quickly mm. and it's, and it's my memory where I just like, yeah, that. and that moves me into a state of connection right away. Mm. And it's really going, Hey, this is the place that I want to come from. So you can call up that joy memory whenever you're needing to be reminded. You may need to take a few minutes to like get grounded first, especially if you're in a heightened or a low vibe state or a heightened state. You may need to just do some breathing and then just call up that memory in order for you to get there. Wow. Okay. That's, that's awesome. Because yeah, I, I agree. We, we've got to know, we've got to know where we want to get to yes. first so yeah. that we know when we're there, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Feeling in your body. We often yeah. are still living in our heads and we're, we want to eat you. So the memory might come in your head first, but you want to take that and really feel it in your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because like you said, it's a full body experience, right? Just like anger activates every muscle and organ in your body, joy can be similar to that, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. You are currently listening to the Parenting Our Future podcast. I'm parent coach Robin McMahon. If you're enjoying this podcast, please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message. And please don't forget to subscribe. And I would be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating on iTunes. If you'd like to connect with me, all my details are in the show notes. And for a copy of my book, go to yellingcurebook.com. Now back to the show. Okay. So when we've got these situations, right? Where we have the joy and the school calls. Yes, we have, uh, it's an opportunity. Uh, it, there's a perspective shift, but, but we're not practiced in that. Right. And so sometimes we get into these thoughts that I think we probably think are true, but maybe aren't. And there's this thing such as foreboding joy that we've talked about, right? And along with this foreboding joy comes these negative beliefs. So tell us about those negative beliefs that we think are true, but don't really serve us. Yeah, it's super important for us to catch our stories, right? Mm. So catch the things we tell ourselves that cause us to forebode joy or to limit the amount of joy we have in our lives. And so some really common ones could look like this. I'm going to just give you a few examples. Mm-hmm. So I will be considered strange or odd if I'm joyful most of the time. <laughs> it's like, who's joyful all the time? People are going to think I'm weird or I'm going to be odd or, you know, I'm not going to fit in if I'm joyful. Yeah. yeah. Um, being joyful is meant for people who aren't serious about life, right? <sighs> I'm serious about what I'm doing and I'm, I'm a serious person and I'm a, I'm a successful person or I would like, what are your beliefs around that? Mm. Can you be joyful and also achieve? Can you be joyful and also be, um, you know, uh, what's the word focused? Again, we have these notions about what being joyful means. Can I be a big deal and still yeah, be joyful? joyful. Yeah. Which really comes down to, you know, um, I can't have fun and be productive. Right. Which that really comes down to some of our parenting things, right? We're like, well, we just got to get this stuff done, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, there's no time for smiling right now. Yeah. There's no time for, for giggling and laughing, yeah. <laughs> right? Get your homework yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Work could be fun too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the energy you bring really shifts how you experience it. Yeah. So, or I don't deserve to be joyful, mm. right? There's a, that can be a real, a real, a real thing for us where, where we don't believe we deserve to have the level of satisfaction and joy in, in our lives, right? I would bet that's number one. Yeah, I mean, and that's, it, a, that's a self-worth thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We don't deserve it because of X, Y, and Z or whatever story you're telling yourself. But like you said, that is our natural state. Like that's, 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 we are, we are joyful beings. So yeah, you don't need to have done anything to earn the right to be joyful or anything that, that negates your right to be joyful. And we often believe it's earned, right? Yeah. So when I achieve this or when I do this, right. or when I make somebody happy, then I can be. That's mm -hmm. very Joyful is often very conditional, meaning we have mm -hmm. conditions on our ability to experience it and deserve it. Yeah. Or here's another one. Here's another big one is uh, if I'm joyful, something bad will happen. Yeah. That's when the other shoe will drop. So that's often what yeah. our set point can be about too, is I'm up here, you know, and that I'm, that it's, that it's just safer to stay out of the extremes and I'll live in the middle. I've experienced that too. Like uh, when things have gone really great with my husband, for example, then I think that I've caught myself thinking, well, I hope he doesn't die now. Like I've been so heartbroken. Like what is that? Where did that come from? But I have thought that I have thought that. So yeah. Yeah. And that will be something we definitely will trigger self-sabotaging behavior, right? We'll yes. We'll go into worry. We'll go into judgment. We'll, you know, focus on the past or, you know, we'll do something to try and um, bring ourselves back down. Right? Mm. So, so we'll, we bring ourselves back down rather than waiting for something outside of us to bring ourselves back down. Right? Yes. Find, yes. We control the drop rather than waiting for something. The thing is, when you start to live intentionally, you recognize you're always in control of your internal state. That's the, that's the skill we want to develop. And that, that yes. nothing outside can actually do that. Then it becomes very, very safe to live at a higher wide state. Right. Nothing outside can ruin your joy or really create your joy, right? Is that, that's what you're saying too, right? Like it's really a choice. Yeah. And every time we, we put our joy in something outside of us, like that thing over there is going to bring me joy. We also are recognizing that we're putting our, um, our the, the thing that's going to take, we're put, giving our power to that thing, which means right. we're also giving our power to the thing that's going to take it away. Either way, we, have, we don't have the power. Right. So we, we don't want to have our power outside of us, right? We right. want to have our power in, you know, in, centered in here and recognizing that we are each in charge of our own internal state. And when we do mm -hmm. that, you don't have to worry about the drop. Mm -hmm. okay? yeah. mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's pretty big. I gotta say <laughs> it's a pretty big deal because I'm even thinking like, okay, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm feeling joyful. I'm having a great day and I pick my kids up and one of them is complaining and is, you know, is rude is whatever. Like that doesn't have to suck me. I don't have to get sucked into that. I can say, gosh, it sounds like you're having a bad day, but I can still be joyful. It sounds like you're, you're, you're feeling some feelings right now, or you're just, you know, whatever, but that doesn't have to mean that I gotta, I gotta lose my joy. And in fact, my joy will help combat my yes. child's big feelings, right? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So yes. this joy is, will help them. yeah. Okay. So this is all awesome in theory, but like, let's get down to business. Like <laughs> <laughs> I want to know some joy techniques. I want to know how I get it. Um, you know, one of the things I always talk about is gratitude, right? Gratitude gets you joy. I have a whole podcast dedicated to it that has already, um, has already been released. Um, 
so what other things besides that, uh, because there's, there's, there's lots of other ways to, to, mm -hmm. to create, to create joy. Okay. Tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> so one of the things I get, I recommend people doing when they just begin this work because, or this practice, I like to say practice, it's a practice, mm. it's an ongoing practice. It's not um, about perfection, right? No, and it's not <laughs> a practice that we can do. We can we have to continue to do. It's a continual practice, um, that gets easier and easier as you go. Yes, right? as you practice it. So one of the things I like to recommend is a seven-day negativity detox. Ooh, okay. Tell tell yes. me more. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So this is kind of going on a a, a media diet, and it's beginning to it's mm. really beginning for you. Or it's allowing you to become aware of what sucks your joy. Right. So when you, when you, when you, what you engage in on social media has a huge impact on your, on your internal state. It can have a huge impact on your internal state. So, so especially when you're first starting, it'd be really, really helpful not to engage in anything that's negative. So see, when you go on social media, I, I cultivate my social media feed very intentionally, meaning I engage with things that are, are, are a vibe match that I want to experience. So I don't engage in the negative things. I don't engage in that kind of stuff. I try not to click on the stuff that's really negative. So go on a detox and only pay attention to and notice engage with the things that are sort of joyful or positive. Mm. Or try not to complain for a week. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Got yes. It. You'll, you'll just, you'll know, you'll like, wow. Like you'll just see how much of it you're actually, we actually are creating. So see if you can avoid complaining for a week, um, unless you're planning to address the situation. So you may kind of feel like this is a situation that's not working for me, but how am I going to address it? How am I going to, uh, how am I going to deal with it in a positive way? Mm -hmm. Right? Because it's really, it's not about avoiding everything negative. It's about how can I address something and not engage in it in a negative way, but how can I turn it into something that's a positive mm -hmm. or to just find a solution for it? Um, try not to worry. So a detox would be just not worrying about yourself or worrying about anyone else. Okay. Uh, that's a Especially as a parent, that's a habit is to worry. Sheesh. We often yeah. think worrying is love, right? I mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. worry, yeah. But I often think that worrying is actually sort of disabling. Um, so well, think, yeah. yeah. Worry is, is all about taking you out of this moment and focusing on the future that isn't even assured yet. We don't even know what the future holds for us. So it takes you out of now. So yeah, I, I, I agree. Worrying is a, it's kind of a default uh, that we all do though, isn't it? But it, it yeah. is so counterproductive. Yeah. Habit. It's just, uh, so habit. just think of habit and we, and it's something that you may have learned along the way as a means to keep yourself safe. Right. right. But true. Yeah. True. So we, can, we can just gently lovingly remind ourselves when we slip into some of these habits to yeah. just, I choose to create love. I choose to follow mm -hmm. joy. I choose to, so it's really about setting some intentions about what you want to experience instead. Mm -hmm. right? so you could just take seven days to play with this. Right. And then to kind of really, to really um, see if you can tune into more of the positive vibe rather than the low vibe. Oh, that is so great. That is so great. Um, well, okay. So speaking of action, so that is one amazing mm -hmm. suggestion to do that, to do that, um, that whole detox. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that you have is a joy plan. And so this is something we're going to include in the show notes because like, it's one thing to talk about joy, but we want to give everybody listening some actual steps to do because I want everyone to be feel joy. I want more joy in my own life. And I want joy for everybody who's listening because boy, do we ever deserve it? The world is complicated enough. Like let's be those joy 
instigators too, right? Like I'm going to go out and I'm going to spread some joy today. I mark my words. That's what I'm going to do today. And, and always. So simple. And that is smiling at the person when you're going through the checkout counter. It's saying hi. It's having a smile on your face. And as you begin to smile and just you, it uplifts you. It can be so simple, right? How can you engage and be thankful and grateful in every little action in your, and appreciate, celebrate things. Like yeah. we're so focused on where we're not and what's lacking and we don't also notice on the, 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 the little progresses, the little things that go well, celebrate those things. And it's those little things that are so easy to disregard or to say they're neutral or to say they're insignificant. But those are the things that can bring you joy because it's, and I've I've said this many times, it's not about looking at the world through rose colored glasses. It's noticing what's also true. It's it's not a lie. It's also true, right? Yes. Yes. Choosing your focus. Yes. Or you can choose to focus on what, what still has to be changed or it's not there yet, or you can choose to focus on all this, all the progress, all the mm-hmm. things that have already happened or what's already going well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, uh, by the time this airs, it will be just after Canadian Thanksgiving uh, and before the U.S. Thanksgiving. So think about this too, at this time of the year, like gratefulness and, and gratitude is on our minds, right? Mm-hmm. And, and part of gratitude and, and all of this stuff is taking those little things that are also true. It's, yes. it's, uh, it's something I do all the time. I really take time to really enjoy my coffee and how it feels all the way through my body, right? same with my ice cold water or even my lip balm I mean it's like it sounds ridiculous but it feels really good and I really enjoy it and I take it in because it does bring me joy right it's yes it's all those small things all those small things add up we're always waiting for the big thing yes. right and it's like but, but in order to really experience the big thing that we think or whatever it's about it really happens in all those small moments yeah so we, it does require us to be present Mm. all those small moments and really about in those moments choosing you have a choice every single moment about how you show up you get to decide every single moment how you choose to perceive it Mm. you can choose to see it through the lens of love or through the lens of connection yes and see everything as an opportunity and when you do that there's a huge shift that you will experience or find the joy in the smallest things Mm -hmm. i love to sit on my front deck and have a coffee and just sit there and, and, and enjoy just be quiet. Yeah. It's joy. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 It's those small things you got to take in. Absolutely. I love it. So, okay. So this joy plan, I'm just going to run through the questions that you put in here. It will sure. be in the show notes. Okay. So you, uh, to create the plan where go- your, your questions are, what are you going to do on a daily basis to live connected to joy? Right. Yes. These can be small things. Don't yes. forget. This is not a job. This is not another thing on your to-do list. This is like what is already happening that is it, you can take in, right? Mm-hmm. Don't make work for yourself. This is what you're already taking in. What things are you going to plan in the future to bring you joy? So that's very intentional, right? So and we are so often about bringing our future so focused on like security. Like it's, it's do you know what I mean? What mm. you want to experience like what brings you just like, oh man, that would be so much fun to experience. Is it singing lessons? Is it dancing lessons? Is it a, a trip somewhere? Is it, I don't know, it, like we got to have fun in our life too. Yes. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, and what changes are you going to make in your life to bring you more joy? And you say here, ad- identify what kind of support you will need to make these changes. Soul community, support group, one-on-one coaching, that sort of thing, right? 
Yeah, because okay. it helps to be like who you're, remember your vibe, like are other people's vibe, especially if you're an empath, I'm not sure if you've read that, but it, some people are empath. I am an empath, so I take on other people's energy. So it's super important to be surrounded by other people who are, who are trying to be more joyful too. It's a lot easier when you're surrounded by um, other positive, uplifting people. So yeah. In your world. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and when you, when you are surrounded by those who are not cultivating their own joy, it does bring you down. There's no doubt that vibe, right? Cause you do get sucked into it. The energy is contagious, right? It's the contagion. It's, it's yeah, all it is. that. So, is contagious. That is, that's a perfect way to say it, whether it's yeah. positive or high vibe or low vibe is contagious. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and sometimes that does, like you say, require some change in order, in order to do that. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, and then identify a joy buddy. <laughs> oh my God. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. So who can hold you accountable and then hold each other accountable. Right. So mm. someone who's, who's also doing, doing this and working on this and practicing this and you can, you can do this together. A lot more fun. I love it together. Yeah. Okay. So here's the practical thing though. So let me just ask you, like, this is all beautiful and wonderful, but you and I are both pragmatists, right? You and I both like, look, we, I, I life still happens, right? So what happens when I'm going through this? And again, I know I need to remind myself that everything is an opportunity, right? But what happens when those thoughts start to creep back, right? Because the, you know, what, what I know about the brain and the way things work is, you know, those are neural pathways that we've created, right. That, that are deeply ingrained in our brain and these new thoughts and new beliefs that we're creating these, we're creating new neural pathways too. Right. And, um, your brain's going to choose the one that's been ingrained for a longer time versus the new little one. I think of it like cross country skiing tracks, right. Yeah. The, 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 the old belief that I'm not worthy and blah, blah, blah is, is, are those cross country skiing tracks that are deeply entrenched in the snow there. You're that's where you go. This one, the new belief is like a little stick in the, in the snow, <laughs> just a little, you know, just a little indent. Yeah. And you've just got to you've got to think it over and over and over again. But what do you do if you, yeah. if you're stuck and, and you just, and you're going back to that regular way of thinking, what can you do to stop yourself from that, from getting yourself out of joy? So I like to think about it as we create an intentional practice. So for okay. me, this is a daily morning practice. So for okay. me, every morning I start my day intentionally, which is I get into that state. So for me, I use meditation, I use visualization, I do breath work. Those are my, my most common ones. You can pick your own, you do it, you can do it. I call this a connection practice. So I start my day from there, right? And I, and, that, and I may affirm affirmations too. So it may be something where I get into that, where I'm starting to believe and affirm my new identity. And the new identity is a match for what I want so that I am joyful. I am mm. I, I'm, I'm comfortable feeling joy. So I get into that state and I have this, this morning practice, a morning ritual where this is where I, where I begin my day like this. So this is where you, where you, it's a bit proactive, right? Now, when you are beginning to change, anytime you're going through a process of change or changing beliefs, you may have to put this practice into play more often, hmm. right? So it's about, okay, I need to quiet things down and I need to come back into my state. You may go through and, and you're going to get through a state with your kid and you're like, oh. You know, like I, mm -hmm. I didn't do it. But even if afterwards you make the correction mm -hmm. and you get into that state, okay. 
and then you and then you go forward. You're gonna do this imperfectly. This isn't gonna be a perfect, you know, this is a, this again, we're training the brain. The more you practice it, right, with it and 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 intentionally, the easier it gets in the moment. Right. So it's just a practice. Right. And so I like to, uh, my suggestion to everyone, they say in my clients and stuff, I say it all the time. It's like your connection practice. It's got to be a daily thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so what I also do is I have, um, I have a, a free PDF on my website and okay. it, it, basically a um, five super step, five super simple steps to raise your vibe. And it's okay. a process you can go through when you are caught so when you're stuck not being able to get into joy or you're just trying to practice getting into it it's just five steps that you can go through to get there right? oh i love it okay yeah. so so we've got the plan and then the backup is the the steps that the five simple steps right that you just to raise, to raise your, vibe. your vibe yeah okay so that is that sounds like a plan to me that's yeah. and, like, and you do when, when, when you, when you, cause you will, you're going to go, that's, that's the reality of the human experience. We have all these beautiful emotions for a reason, right? Yeah. And so you will go up and down, especially when you first start trying this. That's normal. So one, yeah. eight, that's normal. That's okay. And as you begin to rewire and as you begin to practice, that's when things become your, that will eventually become your new normal. Joy will become your new normal. So if you just apply the, the five simple steps over and over again. Yes. You can get there. You may need and the, to work, but that's something. Yeah. You know, obviously some people might. And that's that's uh, why you got to have a joy, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that's why you got to have a joy. But, but the other thing, yeah, I mean, it, it just, uh, stuff does happen. We, we get into habits, but this is a great, this is a great way of just bringing you back. And, 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 and the thing that I keep hearing from you is this is a practice, yeah. right? I know you're saying that word intentionally. Let's everyone give up the idea that things need to look and be perfect. Let's take the word should, like I should be doing this or I should be like this. None of that helps us, right? None of it helps us. So let's just embrace imperfection. And this is a practice. I say peaceful parenting is a practice. I personally commit every day to being a peaceful parent. I have to, because my default setting is not so peaceful. You know, my default yeah. setting is not, is, is not to, to ask questions first. It's to like, it's, it's the opposite because that's the conditioning that I'm fighting against. Right. So every day I practice that too. So Andrea, Thank you. This was such an, an awesome conversation. I hope everybody really enjoyed what you have to say. You have so much more to say and you're coming back. I've got you coming back yeah. in December and January to talk about some other topics that I know you just know so much about. So Andrea, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to put the joy plan in the show notes. People can find you. Uh, what's your website? Thefitlifemethod.com. Thefitlifemethod.com. Andrea, mindset mentor and life coach you are awesome thank you it has been my joy to have you here today thank you so very much thank you so much for having me robin it's been my pleasure and joy to be here thank you for listening to this edition of my podcast parenting our future i'm parent coach robin mcmahon and if you're enjoying this podcast please share it with someone who you think might also need to hear this message and don't forget to subscribe. And if you like my work, I'd be grateful if you gave me a five-star rating. For those of you who like my content and want more, visit me at yellingcurebook.com to get your copy of my book and to find other resources to help you. Until next time, I am wishing you and your family peace.